The Adam at Breakfast podcast. The best bits from this week's award-winning Adam at Breakfast. Subscribe now at rockfm.co.uk. Greetings, podcasters. I'm going to be straight to the point with you. This week on Adam at Breakfast was probably my biggest week on the radio ever. I got to meet two people that I've admired for an extremely long time. The first an international globe-trotting superstar who has sold millions, millions of albums worldwide, all right? Probably the greatest performer of our generation. The second, a man that inspired me to take up this career and become a radio presenter. Probably the funniest comedian of our generation and a man whose last DVD is the biggest-selling comedy tour DVD of all time. That's right, Robbie Williams and Peter Kay on this week's podcast. Before we get to them, though, we're going to have a chat with Lab from X Factor, Jamie Archer. I wonder if he's loving the show. Loving it, loving it, loving it. That's what we like to hear. Loving it indeed. That's what it's all about, mate. Uh, Listen, I've known that you've had an extremely hectic week. Loads of people Mm. from the media obviously prying into your life and asking you random questions about various other things, and it doesn't change now, Jamie. (laughs) Brilliant, it, I would it, expect nothing less. It doesn't change now, son. This is how we're getting down with it. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. I've got a feeling we're going to have a fruity interview. Good lad. Oh, I, we like to get fruity. I like it. Yeah. I like it, yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what I've liked, actually, from some of the interviews that I've seen on TV and read in the press, right, is that you're a man that doesn't like to mince his words. You, mm. you, you tell it how it is, mate, and this is what I like to see, especially about the um, about the topic of the, cho- the choice of songs that, you, mm. that, you, that you've got on the show and stuff like that. How, what's the process... Of choosing a song, obviously Simon on the show says, "Right, this is the theme for the week." How do you how does you, how do you go about choosing your tunes? Um, the process is yes, the, the theme gets chosen, and then you sit with uh, like a few people from the show, and you work, you go through ideas, you think of ideas, they think of ideas, and you work out which which is the right one. But um, unfortunately, the <laughs> ideas that I chose very didn't really ever get chosen. Does so. it get Does it get heated in there? Um, what it did for me, because I'm, well, I'm not scared of Simon. I'm not, you know, it's nothing like that. We we talked, we, we yeah. spoke on a level, and we're friends. And so I felt very comfortable in telling him what I thought, and he felt comfortable telling me what he thought. Oh, Jamie, so, you had a proper row with Simon. <laughs> no, we didn't have a row. It was just, it was more like a heated debate. I would oh, say, because wow. it, did he get his handbag out? Did he? <laughs> did you? No, did, he did. <laughs> it's just, um, I just wanted to do edgier stuff, to be honest. I mean, like. On Rock Week, I wanted to do Mr. Brightside. But oh, they mate. Do it. Oh, yeah. You see what I mean? As they if they said, didn't go with that. Why did they not go with that? That's unreal. They, but they said that uh, it would never work on Saturday night television. I said it would work on Saturday night television. Mate. So, you know you'd have brought the house down. You know this you. is what I'm saying, you see. So that's why it, it, ultimately it didn't work. But I think uh, probably if they'd gone with my way, I would have been still in the show. Today. Oh, go on, Jimmy. That's what I wanted to hear. So shy. That's uh, the, I, do you know, I like that about you, though, because the majority of guys that go on this show, and this is no disrespect to anybody else, they have that, you know, they're quite, they're, there's a lot of younger people that go on there, they have the dream of becoming fantastic big stars. You've been doing this for a bit. You've been out and about. You've been doing yeah. your gigs and stuff like that. So therefore, you've formed an opinion. You've discovered who you are. There's a lot of guys on there, young people, that have haven't really discovered who they are as people, let alone That's as an exactly artist. Yeah. But it's great because now that I'm out, I can do what I want to do yeah. and be the person I want to be again. So with all these shows I'm going to be doing around the country, I'm going to be doing some songs from The X Factor, but I'm also going to be doing some of the songs that I wanted to do on the show. Oh, brilliant. Like Mr. Brightside and so forth. So. so when somebody like Louis Walsh was calling you in not a very nice way a pub singer, what, mm. what did you feel inside? What did you really want to say back to him? Did it bother you? Didn't care, really, to be honest. Didn't care because... 
the guy is from a um, he, he did Westlife from Boyzone. So <laughs> if Brian May had been sat down on ah. that panel telling me I was rubbish, mm. then that would have been a different story. And I would have gone like, maybe he's right. But Louis Walsh, not really. And you know, you've already said that you were looking at things differently with being a bit older. Did you get irritated in the house with like the younger contestants? No, not irritated, but I did feel like a bit distant from yeah. them because there was quite a lot of, especially from the really young ones, quite a lot of running around and sort of making a whole part of racket and, and, and all that sort of thing. So, <laughs> and, and you just want to chill out and watch some telly. <laughs> yeah, precisely. And uh, that's why I had to break out once in a while from the house and do and go and see my friends or my, my family or whatever because I just needed a break from it. Oh, I like it. I like it. I like the way you did that as well, mate. You know, yeah. break out and see my friends and, uh, <laughs> and, and, and stuff. You know what she's going to ask you next. You know exactly <laughs> what the question were is, you, mate. Were you speaking for little dates with the sexy one from Candy Rain, the blonde girl? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Is it officially you're both an item now? Well, I wouldn't go that far. It was just, was just. Uh, They're just the friends, Michelle. All right. You know, no, you, you, you've got to be more than friends. I need to dig here. So you can't, you can't say that you're an item because you've not had the boyfriend girlfriend chat yet. Then. No, no. We, we, it, 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 uh, She's so intrusive, isn't she? I'm sorry. You're so I'm bad. Just... You're so naughty. You guys are good. Well, let's just put it this way: it's just fun when we catch up. I just want to say. Good selection, mate. She's tidy. <laughs> oh, I'm she is, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> she is a hot lady. Come on, Michelle. This is a voice thing now. Shush, you go away. We're talking lad stuff. <laughs> Listen, you are going to be up in the Northwest next Thursday. You're going to be performing at the Syndicate in Blackpool next Thursday, mate. So you mentioned earlier on that you're going to be performing some stuff that is, is closer to your heart. So the type of show, the type of show that we're going to see from Jamie Archer is... The real thing. The real thing. That's the real thing. You're going to be hearing some really interesting versions of songs. There's even a dance song in there somewhere with oh. like a rock version of a dance song, but everyone knows it. So it's, everyone's going to be singing along, clapping along. Of course they will. I'm sure the Blackpool fans will absolutely go crazy for you, mate. Listen, thank you so much for speaking to us today. My pleasure. All the very best with more than just the uh, music, if you know what I'm saying, bro. Wink, wink. Hey! <laughs> 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 and I've no doubt, I've no doubt when you're out and about and you're obviously doing the gigs and stuff like that, you'll have to come in and see us, mate. We'll get you on the show and we'll do a bit, yeah? Fantastic. I look forward to it. Take it easy, guys. Ta-da, mate. Bye-bye. Bye. The best bits from this week's award-winning Adam at Breakfast. Subscribe now at rockfm.co.uk. The Adam at Breakfast podcast. He's a top man. Now then, question for you. Do you keep secrets from your parents? I revealed on the show this week that I've got a big secret that my mum doesn't know about. However, I refused to identify that secret. Didn't stop Michelle prying, though. Did it involve the legal system? Wait a minute. I'm not going into it on here. Is that where you went on that six-month holiday? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not talking anymore. All right. No, I'm not talking anymore. This is about other people now. Well, yeah, some of these texts are bad, though, aren't they? Uh, Basically, the, the, the theme this morning is what deep dark secret are you still holding from your parents no matter whether you're a young person because when you're younger you try and keep it away do you know like when you get in trouble at school you try and keep that school report away from your mum all that type of stuff but do you has it it gone into your adult life loads of people have actually continued stuff for for years it's brilliant on the text go on Michelle our parents would be shocked if they knew what sort of clubs we went to and what we swapped Uh, we'll leave that there we'll leave that there needs to get it gets that yeah next me and my mum between us have 11 tattoos my grandma hates tattoos when she spotted a new one we can 
convinced her that they were transfers. <laughs> Loads of people have done that, yeah. I reckon, with piercings and tattoos, stuff like that. Yeah. I burnt myself playing with petrol when what? I was 11, right. and I told my parents I was attacked by a gang. She phoned the police, the CID got involved, and I was in the paper. I still haven't told her, and it was 26 years ago. That's a pretty deep one, isn't it? <gasps> That's gone too far, though, hasn't it? You could never 26 out of years of... <gasps> and today you've just told her. Well, it's anonymous, isn't it? Well, it's a pretty still... unique story, though, <laughs> isn't it? I wonder if they still have the conversation, like maybe around the Christmas dinner table or something, or maybe when they see something bad on the television, you know, like, because oh, there's a lot of gang culture at the moment, isn't there? And you see something on the TV, you say, do you remember when that happened to you? Can you imagine the conversation? Flipping out your telltale. Mine's not as bad as that, Mum, just in case you're wondering. <laughs> All right, I didn't do any of that nonsense. Um, I've got a guy on the phone here who would like to confess something uh, to the whole of the Northwest, and in case his parents are listening this morning, he would like to confirm it. Um, now, for his own anonymity, we will disguise his voice. We've got various little things here that we can disguise it with, so every time he speaks, we'll press the button and we'll disguise his voice with something which we uh, believe quite apt. Um, right. Morning, mate. Go on. What, 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 what do you want to say? When I was younger, I'm an altar boy. Right? And when I got to about 16, 17, I was still an altar boy. You know, my mum was found like that, I was still an altar boy. Of course. But I found out, like, alcohol. You know, I discovered alcohol. And, uh, so when I was getting crew it's ready for, uh, Thank you very much for co- for coming clean. That's great. We haven't identified you, but a lot of people will probably know who you are. All right, matey. <laughs> right. Ta-da! Ta-da! Oh! <laughs> My finger slipped off the it's button. It. Oh, sorry, big Ollie. Oh! <laughs> oh, it gets worse. <laughs> I've got a caller on here who um, who would like to speak to us. Uh, morning. Uh, could you identify yourself, please? Big Ollie's mum. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? Can you tell him from me if he thinks he's going getting a lift to the ruddy darts tonight is mistaken? <laughs> I got a minute. I got. I'm going to loot where there's a confessional. Right. Listen, I've, I've met Ollie right, and he's he's over the age of forty. Surely he can take himself to darts. Not over the age of forty. Oh, error. Oh, oh I've, 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 I've done bad there. How old is he? It's only, it's only 38. Oh, come on, I weren't so far <laughs> off, right? I weren't so far off. There. So, come on, Mum, right? He's admitted this morning on the show about, know, about having a wee dram. He was 17. He was just having a wee dram like while he were on altar. Does it matter? Are you disgusted in his behaviour? I am. Are you going to disown him? I am. Don't be doing him any cooking. <laughs> <laughs> He's not going to darts tonight with me. <laughs> grounded. A 38-year-old man's grounded. I love it. Thank you very much, Big Ollie's mum. Bye-bye. <laughs> now then, it's time for the first of our big interviews from this week. Meeting a true legend was an absolute honour. Probably the greatest performer of our generation. He's been away for a bit, but he's back with a new album. We even dedicated a full day to him. Check this out. <laughs> This is Robbie Williams Day. Hi, this is Robbie Williams and I'm loving the show. On 97.4 Rock FM. Standard, Robbie. Of course you're loving the show. (laughs) 
That's how we roll. Uh, last week, you will have heard uh, myself and Michelle, and uh, well, Rossi was the, uh, the the mediator, but myself and Michelle were scrapping on a, of who gets to go meet Robbie Williams and do a wee bit of an interview. I won it on the flick of a coin. Sorry, love. Uh, but I have forwarded you the picture of me meeting Robbie. Yeah, I'm sure thanks you really for that. appreciate it. And I am genuinely excited to hear what you said to him. Right. Yeah. Okay, I'm not doubt you're going to slag it off in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we did meet up. We had loads of chat on, on Friday's show. You'll have heard me talking about his brand new music, of which you be you can download now on the podcast, rockfm.co.uk. But there were other things that we that we talked about uh, in the little bit of time that I did spend with him, like his X Factor performance. Ooh. A lot of people spoke about that after. Yeah. So I put the question to him, how's he feeling, all that type of stuff. Here he is, all right? Robbie talking about his X Factor performance. Um, yeah, I, I came off and high-fived everybody yeah. and everybody whooped. Yeah, exactly. Which, and uh, then the day after in the press... They're making it sound like you've fallen off the wagon and various things like this. Quite nasty, really, towards the performance, which I think was unfair. I mean, how does it make you feel when that happens? Well, I I kind of came off stage. I, while I was on stage, a lot of things happened. And, you know, I thought that I had to do a, a whole gig in three and a half minutes. And, <laughs> and all I had to do was stand there and sing the song, really. I, mm. I kind of overthought it. But I wasn't aware that it was trashed so much until a couple of weeks later mm. when I was reading some reviews about the album, you know, and uh, I wanted to hear what, read what people thought about it, how it was going to be received, etc., etc. And almost every review started with, you know, the career-ending performance yeah, on man. the X Factor, and it just made me very, very confused. I haven't watched it, and you know, uh, the only thing that I've really watched is the Jonathan Ross interview, mm-hmm. and I watched that because it was so, you know, because I was doing Loose Women the next day, mm. and my missus was like. Stop worrying. However you were feeling in your head didn't come across on the television. So she sat me down and made me watch it. And I was like, oh, wow, I look really relaxed. She said, there you go. Yeah. So I watched that. So, you know, I'd feel a bit more confident for loose women and all that business. Um, I've forgotten the question. (laughs) No, no, I'm just saying, how does it make you feel when, you know, when the the press do stuff like that? Because do you not think now, because of the amount of success that you've had, right, this Mm -hmm. country sadly seems to build our stars up, and they want to kick them down a little bit. I don't know what the crack is with that, because you're an amazingly talented fellow. Surely you, it's, Robbie's one of ours. He's one of our I, type I of lads. Think, I think it... Um, I think it uh, you know, it's like, in the interviews that I've been doing today, you know, I, I've made a point of saying it's number one in 18 countries, mm. the album, because kind of nobody's doing it for me, so I've got, I feel as though I've got to do it myself, mm. you know. And um, it, it's... It, it's it obviously is a money making thing. It, it obviously sells newspapers. Yeah. The the script that's written for you and what's happening to you or not happening to you obviously is a way of making money. And they're feeling the recession too. You know, the tabloids are dying and everything's moving yeah. online and they're all concerned about whether people are gonna pay the subscription fees to join the online thing and read the news that they're currently getting for free. Mm. So the 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 storylines and the headlines have got to be bigger and you know more, more extreme yeah. and sensationalist and this and that and the other. And I'm just part of that mechanism because you know I'm 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 a pop star entertainer that does his thing and you know unfortunately I'm caught up in their recession head too. So yeah. it's what it is. 
What do you reckon? It's quite philosophical, isn't it? Yeah, different. Yeah. Not what I expected. I expected Likewise. like the jokey, laughy Robbie yeah. Williams. I expected Frank Spencer as well. However, <laughs> he was very relaxed, extremely mm. relaxed. Uh, and after a period of time, you realise that and you can ask him a few more forwarding questions. For example, we talked about Take That and whether he had plans on getting back <gasps> with them chaps. And... Um, because he's such a fantastic entertainer, whether he had plans uh, to perform live, maybe sometime next year to promote the new album. No, no live performances next year whatsoever. At all? At all. No, it's going to be a little while. OK. Maybe maybe when the kids are in the house and I need to get out for a little while. Good man, like it. Take that stuff. OK. It has been well documented, you know. You have been speaking about maybe doing bits and bobs and various things like that. Where are we at at this moment in time? Um, I love the boys, love the last album. They're having a laugh. They're in a gang. I want to be in a gang. <laughs> um, uh, they're the gang that I want to be in. Um, I'm enjoying uh, how they're all writing. I want to be part of that process. But getting the right balance for what we should do and how we should do it is difficult. <laughs> this is Robbie Williams Day. Hi, this is Robbie Williams and I'm on 97.4 Rock FM. Even the Robster loves it. Even the Robster loves it. Uh, we met up with him last week in a very, in a very fortunate position and uh, asked him about various things. We've already heard about his music on Friday's show. We've also uh, been discussing various other things like the getting back together. Maybe we'd take that and, the, and that he's not going to be doing any live performances. Uh, a lot of people on the text, 63103, have been saying that he sounds very different to interviews that they've heard before. You know, like he's always cracking the jokes and all that type of stuff. Seems quite a relaxed chap. So... We put it to him. Why is that? Why is he sounding a lot more relaxed than he has done in the past? Well, the most important thing in my life was making records and performing yeah. them for a long time. And now the most important thing in my life now is my missus in the house and the dogs. <laughs> the hobby is the writing of the songs. The work is everything else. But this is all secondary, really, to my well-being. Yeah. You know, this is all good and, 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 and jolly and you get to go on private jets and go and sing to people and be interviewed in all kinds of different languages. But this isn't important anymore. You know, I, I, it, it is important because I am a kind of... It's your passion, of, it's what you do inside. It's a passion yeah. and also, you know, I'm addicted to not failing. Yeah. And, um, you know, so in, in, in a way it's really important. But really what is important is is my home life and, 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 and what I get there and how it makes me feel. So I think that may be coming across in the interviews that I do, Definitely. you know. it's I'm not searching for something funny to say or, or to behave in the Frank Spencer kind of way <laughs> or, or whatever, you know. It's just listening to questions and then answering them. It's great, though. For me, personally, like I said, I've mentioned this to a, a couple of people back home who were big fans of yours, and it's like, well, what's he going to be like? What's, what, how's he going to be? I said, don't expect a guy that he was when five years ago. This guy's totally changed. You can tell in his own life, it's, it has totally changed. And like I said, it's great to see. And Thank it is you. fantastic to see. I've got a question, actually, for you from my missus. Go. Right. Now, yeah. this is big. Right. You don't have to agree to this, right? Okay. okay. Now, I know that you're obviously in a period of your life where you're all loved up and everything's great. Yeah? Yeah. I actually... Proposed to me, missus, recently. Okay. Wow. We're doing a bit of marriage thing. Yeah. Okay. She reckons that if I ask you nicely enough, like, what are you doing August 15th, mate? <laughs> August, well, come up and do She's the One or something. That's it, man. Yeah. Now you're rolling. August. Oh, August. What? Oh, next year. Next year, mate. Yeah. Oh. We'll have to put you in. I'll be in a caftan and about 22 stone by then. I won't be doing <laughs> promo or anything. You won't want me looking like that. But um, how did you do it? How did you propose? Well, this is what I was going to ask you, right? I did the big treasure hunt thing, right? I went round, not just like a little thing around the flat or anything like, right. you know, I did a, quite a big thing, different towns, 
like left a little message in the back of her car, send her a text, read a message in the back of your car. Off she went. Right. On a little bit of a thing, you know. And then when she come home, I'm there giving it the one with the old ring up on, on, oh. down on the knees and stuff. What did you actually say? I did it on an iPod. It's quite weird. So she's kept it, right? So I recorded right. the message. Yeah. Basically saying, love you and all that type of malarkey. Yeah. Down on one knee, hits it with a question. iPod, very good. Yeah. I mean, it, would you you say about the nerve stuff? What about yourself, man? I mean, this is the thing that would you... I, would I be would nervous you, then? Yeah, this is a big thing, isn't it? No, I wouldn't be nervous to ask her because I kind of know the answer. You know, I'd be nervous if I wasn't sure about the answer. Yeah. But, um, and you know, it's very difficult talking about the whys and wherefores and how you're going to do it and when you're going to do it because you want it to be a surprise. You know, I want it to be a surprise. And she does read and people are asking me the questions <laughs> when and why and how yeah and i'm very interested to see how people did it because i'm coming you know i'm sort of drawing a blank of how to go about it but i don't want her to know too much you yeah know? you know so um did you did you know the answer before you asked yeah. the question were yeah. you nervous uh, nervous about getting the proposal right, I think. Right, Rather yeah, than yeah. the actual answer that came that way. Yeah, I think the iPod thing's a, a touch of genius. That's brilliant. Kept it forever, you see. Yeah, and isn't it... And I'm sure that the, the that evening and the moments after oh, are just glorious. Both of you extremely happy. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Fantastic. Listen, Robbie, thank you very much for Thank you. Today. It's been an absolute pleasure. Good luck with everything. The Thanks, album. mate. I've really enjoyed it. Thank you. <laughs> The Adam at Breakfast Podcast. Can it get any better? Robbie Williams on the show. Well, let me tell you, it does get better. A man that inspired me as a young fella to pursue the dream and maybe, you know, have a little bit of a go at being on the radio as a northern monkey. Not that he's a northern monkey. He's a very talented man. One of the greatest comedy writers of our generation and definitely one of the greatest stand-up comedians of our time. And for your information, he's going back on the road. And that's what we were talking about. I give you. Peter K. I'm very good. I'm a bit apprehensive going back on tour. Mm. It's a bit scary. I've decided, it took me a long time to actually decide to do it. I wrote a book and it made me all about stand-up and it got me thinking about it again and so I've decided to do it. And um, So, you know, I'm a bit nervous. Has it really been on. seven years, Peter, since you, since yeah, you started since to break? Yeah, it'll be... It'll be, it'll be um, It'll be seven years next year. Since mum wants her bungalow, eh? That's flipping heck. Well, no, she's got a bungalow. And it, it now, instead of being redecorated, it's been that long. <laughs> Is that what this one's going to be called? <laughs> she's, having a, she's having a stone clad in power wash. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 that's awesome, mate. That's awesome. What, have you got any ideas of what you're going to call it or not? It's called The Tour That Doesn't Tour Tour. <laughs> because I'm only playing Manchester. <laughs> I'm only playing Manchester because I've got a family now and I didn't really want to be gallivanting. I love that word. I didn't want to be gallivanting all around Britain. So I've decided that I'm going to uh, just play Manchester. So it's Manchester Arena. Yeah. And it's um, four nights I'm starting off doing. Just just dipping my toe back in the bath, seeing if it's okay, if, it will still, if the magic's still there. Good and man. It's the, last, it's the last place I played on the end of the last one, so it seemed... Like a nice place to play again, and and I've I've used to work there as a steward, so there's a it feels a bit homely for me. It's a nice place. To I do. like it. I like that. I like and that. I can, and I can see my house roof. <laughs> so I'm only 20 minutes. It's like having a bar job. It's like I can I can put kids bed, get out, and I'll be home for Dexter. So it's um, Dexter. It, I haven't so heard it, that for ages. So it'll be uh, you know it's not bad. I can I can get away. So I'm going back on night. And it's um, <laughs> shift uh, work. I'm going on shift. 
I'm going on shift. I come back on night. Continental shift. I've got to wear a sombrero. <laughs> so I'm going. Um, it starts. Uh, yeah, it's 27th, 28th, and 29th of April. Right. And 30th. Sorry. 27, 28, 29, 30. Yeah, it's four nights I'm doing, yeah, of April next year, 2010. Fantastic. And, uh, it goes on sale on Saturday morning at 11 o'clock. Right. Tomorrow. And it's, um, or if people, because I, I do nothing but get people shouting at me seven years later going, can't get tickets for your show. <laughs> so if people want to get on the internet and go through pizzak.co.uk, they can get tickets three hours before everyone else. I'm only doing that round here, so if people want to go on from 8 o'clock, we can get them from 8 o'clock, but they go on sale to everyone else at 11. And, and it's nice to go back and do stand-up again. It is terrifying, but I, I would regret, I think, if I never did it again. I've just, had, I've just had two children, and I've been doing different things, and the last two was so big, it took me a long time to get over it, and yeah. I thought, I don't want to do that again for a while. <laughs> so I did Max and Paddy, and then um, we did things like Bit of singing, bit of singing, eh? Did that bit Amarillo and 500 miles, and I did Geraldine, and then I've I've kind of now got where I thought, well, you know, you think you're going to do it again, and then suddenly you go, my God, it's been it's been that long since I did it, mm. so I'm doing it again. So it starts 27th of April next year, so I better Fantastic. write some jokes. So if you know what, <laughs> let me know. <laughs> you best get on with gags, mate. Aye, I know. I have kept writing. There's been things that I write. There. There's so much stuff that's happened mm. in the last seven years. Well, I bet from, you've got uh, loads of stuff for like uh, obviously becoming a dad and stuff like that. You'll have loads yeah, of stuff for that. Yeah, becoming a dad and there's things like you know, there's uh, I've got half an hour just on Y swap. <laughs> you know what I mean? So there's uh, I'm not and I don't mean my own. I'm in the program, <laughs> and, uh, and I've got uh, you know, there's things like for the iPhones and Sky Plus and. It's changed. it's changed since you were last on tour, Peter, right? There is. There's, there's recycling. There's so many things in seven years that we didn't have or we were only just starting doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? When I was last on tour, I had a pager. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we haven't gone decimal. So, I mean, you know, and now it's all changed. There's a lot of stuff that's happened, and I've been writing things down all the time, so... I've got. All, I've just got to go out there in January. I'm going to start like just trying material out and working it up and turning up at clubs and doing like 15 minutes and start working it because you've got to do that to kind of. of I couldn't you just go out and just wing it. I've got to work out, and it's going to be hard that because it'll be like there's no grey area with comedy. They either laugh or they don't. <laughs> and it's harder when you've been on telly because people are like, "Go on then, let's hear you." <laughs> and it's like, uh, here we go. Um, I, bet, I bet you it starts at show as well. You get about 10 minutes of heckling of your own catchphrases. Does that still that happen? That's it. Garlic bread. But I've done Doctor Who now since it's in Boston, so I might change it to Dalek bread. <laughs> <laughs> Dalek bread. Dalek and bread. <laughs> It's not like a normal interview where we stopped it after about three or four minutes and then thought, oh, thanks for calling, Pete. We wanted to keep him for as long as possible. So the second part to that, of which I will leave with you right now, make sure you tune into the show next week because you can win yourself tickets to the Jingle Ball. Oh, yes, baby. It's going to be mega. December the 2nd is when that happens. OK, back to Peter, talking about the Royal Variety because he's hosting it, you know. You know what? I've done Royal Variety and I've, I've grown up with it and I've done it twice. I did it last year's Geraldine. And it was lovely, um, you know, doing it. But they asked me what I hosted. Because I thought, well, that I'd be honoured, you know, to do mm. it. Bit scary, but I thought, go on, I'll do it. And then they said it's in Blackpool. Oh, honestly, I couldn't believe it. I'm so happy. Because Blackpool, I mean, you know, driving to Blackpool as a kid and pointing at pylons in Charlie. Because <laughs> you, you get 10p if you seek terror first. Yeah. That's what you be. I can see it, and it's not that. You're not there it's yet. Not, you know, there's not, there's not 20 towers, Peter. <laughs> and I, 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 but going there, and then, you know, 
doing the video top at tower there and it's lovely to doing this and it'll be a different atmosphere because in London it is a little bit eyebrow and a bit stuffy and I think it won't be like that in Blackpool mm. you know, it'll be lovely and relaxed and people will be up for it and it's mad you know there's like Michael Bublé and Whoopi Goldberg and Mika and Paddy McGuinness how can you when will that, when will that ever happen again <laughs> I love it have they given you any guidelines of stuff you can and can't do in front of the Queen uh, no not really I mean, no one said anything to me yet I mean Nan's going and she's 88 that night it's mad because it's That's birthday. awesome. So I'm going to do a lot of... Uh, I'm going to go, I won't say happy birthday to her, and I'm going to draw a lot of comparisons between the Queen and my nan. <laughs> you know. Same person. Well, I mean, well I mean, exactly. I mean, I'm going to say, like, you know, my nan every Wednesday, she takes out four wheelie bins, you know, like she's got a paper and a recycling and a garden waste. Do you do that? Do you do that? Got to. You have to. Have garden waste on paper, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you hold your seatbelt round you rather than clip it in? So that's the Queen. <laughs> Is that what you do? You're only going on a short journey, Pete. There's no need to put it in there, is there? Exactly, that's it. I've been saying that to Queen, how she can't work Sky Plus. <laughs> Asking Queen if she's got... Uh, she's down to 4% on a planner because she's got Grey's Anatomy on Series Link. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be done. Listen, are you down London at the moment for Children in Need? Yeah, I am, yeah. It's, it's, I've done a video for Children mm. in Need. It's took me two years to do this video. It, I've got to tell you, it is probably the best thing I've ever done. And they're showing it tonight at 10 past 7. It's for... Um, I'm not giving away. There's over 100 different celebrities in it, and it took so long to write to everybody and get the permission. Mm. I, I was going to do it for current relief, and it actually got went on so long. <laughs> I ended up doing it for children in need, and the, actually it's worked out better because it it is without giving it away. It is primarily for children, Brilliant. and they're showing it at 10 past seven. So if there's anybody watching, I said put it on early before all children go to bed. And it took um, it took eight months to make it. We've made it in Altrincham, and uh, it's real. I'm really proud of it. And it's on tonight, and uh, hopefully it'll uh, it'll make a lot of money. I think it'll be. Um, it, I think it's better than Amarillo. Just really? Just Even better up. than five hundred. I mean, you had a lot of celebs in. Uh, no, but in it's, Kermis, I can't you? tell you what it is, but it's different, and I, I don't want to give it away. All right, fair enough. It's. Uh, I'm really. I think it's. It just makes you feel really, really yeah. happy, and I think uh, a lot of people will enjoy. It. I hope so. Anyway, ten past seven. That yeah. Yeah, ten past seven. Yeah. What's going on with Christmas? Out and out. Well, I've just got to get bits now, you know. <laughs> just bits now, Adam, just bits. You're near enough done, are you? Just bits. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, I've been in Marx's and there's no loads left. No loads. Already? Hot milk's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Anyone think they're a nuclear war? <laughs> it's like that film, 2012. Everyone's going out, everyone's going out getting loads. <laughs> But that's what happens every Christmas. It doesn't make a lot of Exactly. Why does it nothing, happen? I don't know. Nothing. In, in the, and they put online shopping up to ten or a pop on Tesco. <laughs> you can't get you can't get your shopping. You've got to book in March to get that. <laughs> get it delivered on Christmas Eve. You're joking, aren't you? <laughs> but it does make me laugh. How's it going? Just got to get bits. Just got to get bits now. Just bits. Listen, honestly, you should do a radio show, Peter. You ever fancied it? I, I do love radio, but I, I think you've got to be really, really good at it. And I actually stummer, a stummer, can I even say it? Stummer, stammer. That's <laughs> right, if you did it over I that am, word. <laughs> did it over that word, there's the irony. So I can't, uh, I can't, I'm no good at, uh, I know it says I'm no good at talking, but you're not shut your mouth. But uh, I'm not good at, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know. I've, n- I've never done it. It's not something that uh, I think I'd be good at. I reckon you would, mate. I, what we should do, we should do like a pre We'll do what we'll do. We'll have an afternoon pre recorded Christmas special. You can do what you want. I'll do that, yeah, if you want. You up for it? Yeah, why not? Bring all your own tunes. 
Yeah, I've got a couple of Christmas compilations I've knocked up on CD. <laughs> I bring them. Yeah, if you want. You're when fa- you want to do it? When you want to do it? When you're free, mate. We'll get it on. Well, you, I mean, you're a fan of Simon and Garfunkel, so that's one stipulation. We have to play that. Oh, yeah, they've done that Silent Night one when they do the read the news out in the middle of it. Right. Grim, that <laughs> we'll do that one. We'll do <laughs> yeah, that. I've, got a, I've got, yeah, if you want to do it after it, all variety, I finish, uh, that's on the... Uh, that's not seventh, isn't it? Step, yeah, so, yeah, after then I'm not doing out. Right. Let's do it, I'll come over. He's still in that church impression. Yeah, we are, mate. Alright, I'll come over. Will you do it with me though? And I'm not on my own. Oh yeah, of course, of course, of course. Well, yeah, yeah. well, I'll, I'll, I'll press up buttons and stuff. You can pick yeah, up yeah, tunes yeah. and we'll have a crack. I won't know what I'm doing. Yeah, I'll kick plug out or something. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Perfect. There you go, my man. We'll catch you for Christmas special. Yeah, very much. Take care. Thanks, Adam. All systems go. Go. The Adam at Breakfast podcast. The best bits from this week's award-winning Adam at Breakfast. <laughs> 